Art. I'm here with uh, Chilla Zikri. Uh, she's a senior analyst at uh, 451 Research. We are at the IoT, um, IoT conference in uh, Barcelona and uh, she's with me um, for introducing what she's doing in uh, the area of uh, blockchain. Hi Cisilla, thanks for joining <laughs> the interview. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity. So, so yeah, as you mentioned, uh, I'm a technology industry analyst uh, at 451 Research and I focus on blockchain and uh, distributed ledger technology primarily. So I'm more, although I do look at um, cryptocurrencies as well and um, you know, different uh, use cases for uh, permissionless uh, blockchains. My main focus is because, you know, most of our clients are businesses and different organizations. I mostly focus on use cases around or the applicability of the technology in the enterprise and uh, space. Okay. So you, are, you mo mostly work on enterprise business blockchain for business yes yes okay. exactly. so private and permissionless per permission yes although uh, permissionless comes up as well because uh, you know at the end of the day I think you know th there are some obviously some business processes and some data that uh, uh, enterprises want to keep private but then there's there are some other data and other stakeholders in you know different scenarios like end consumers where you know you ha you have to put the data on a permissionless blockchain. So I, I do see that at some point, and I already see some examples of you know hybrid deployments, mm -hmm. where you know some data is in a permission blockchain and and, and some uh, in a permissionless. Mm -hmm. And uh, your client in which type of market in terms of geography, in terms of industries? Uh, yes, uh, I don't focus any on any specific region or uh, industry. We are global, so our clients, you know, are from the U.S., Europe, Asia, everywhere. And uh, I see the applicability of the technology, you know, in I would say basically all industries. So we are not focusing on any specific one, but we see the applicability in, in all of them. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so. Which are the main challenges that you see from your perspective and the main challenges that uh, you have seen that your clients are experiencing? Well, I think so. what used to be a challenge, actually, um, you know, talking about cryptocurrencies, I see cryptocurrencies as a double-edged sword. So obviously they put blockchain technology on the map, right? So blockchain technology or its initial version was uh, born with Bitcoin. And, you know, that, that was a great idea that became something else that it was intended to be. So, and, and there was, you know, there was this whole, so, so you know, on the one hand, it put, it on the, it put the technology on the map, but then it created a lot of uh, skepticism around the applicability of the technology. I'm sure you remember 2017 with all the frenzy around, you know, cryptocurrencies, yeah. the, uh, yeah, the yeah. value and crazy, all the ICOs. Yes. Yeah. It was really crazy. So, you know, many people were, you know, they were not sure. And then it's like, okay, uh, we heard about this technology, but we are not sure if, you know, it's actually applicable to anything. So I think, uh, and then, but since then, I think um, the focus was growing more and more and was uh, directed to more uh, use cases uh, in the business, uh, in a business scenario. And I think that's now providing balance. So I think now more people and organizations realize the actual benefits of the technology mm -hmm. and they are not so much focused about, okay, the, bit, the price of Bitcoin is going down, yeah. going up. Yeah. So, yeah. 
so they, they start understanding in the enterprise environment yeah. the, the value of the technology yes. itself. Exactly, so. exactly. Okay. So but not, not everywhere. It, yeah, I think that it depends really by the country <laughs> and by industry also. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because I mean, I think what they are struggling with uh, is on the one, it's, um, it's the mindset. Yeah. So this technology sort of uh, requires a change in mindset. You have to, you are tightly collaborating with your competitors. Yeah. You are putting, you know, a lot of data in a system that you are sharing, right? So I think that's not easy after, you know, I mean, we've been relying on centralized structures for so long. So this, this shift is not, is not easy, obviously, yeah. for... Yeah. for so you support the, the client in the analysis and then they are going by themselves through their channel. You are not, you are not doing any support after the discovery phase, let's say. No, yeah, no, so we, we talk to a lot of technology vendors that they are working with clients, oh. implementing, you know, blockchain-based or distributed ledger technology-based systems. But yeah, what we can provide is uh, we, we see the market. So we, we talk to, we basically talk to any, uh, everyone, right? So we talk to the end user, we talk to investors, we talk to technology vendors and service providers. Oh, okay. So we see the market, we see, you know, the, the different uh, pieces of the technology, okay. we see use cases, um, we see, you know, where, where obviously it can be applied. We can provide examples. And uh, that's what, yeah, this is the okay. information, the intelligence that we, we can share with, uh, with our clients. Okay. And uh, it's common to say right now, or at least so far, that everyone has been focused on the technology when in reality the technology is uh, the 20% of the project itself and the 80% is uh, uh, business uh, uh, how can uh, monetize uh, the, the project itself and also regulation? Yeah, What's I think your... the, yeah, I think conversations actually. I would say that in the last year or so, the conversations have shifted. So now you can say that it's twenty percent about the technology and eighty about all the other issues that are business uh, legal related. So I think now that uh, they. You don't start a meeting with, you know, so what's blockchain? <laughs> so you, you don't have to do that. But they, so when talking to, you know, technology vendors, they say that their clients are, they are actually going to them and they're like, okay, we want to do this. Uh, show me how, help me. And uh, who, who do I need to involve? H how do we do this? Yeah. So that's, uh, I think that has changed in the last year or so, like pretty significantly. But does in your point of, in point of view, there is enough, support on the business side from the providers because probably it's too early also for the providers to, to provide support because of course there is no apart from standard there's no still uh, um, a, a framework for a business model a yep. framework yes. from finance and stuff like this uh, that's where I think uh, partnering up comes into the picture mm -hmm. so many of the technology providers that don't have this knowledge about these different industries, you know, what their business processes are, uh, what are their challenges, then they bring in another partner mm -hmm. that actually understands the business of, of, of their clients, yeah. right? So it could be, you know, these big uh, consulting, company. consulting companies yeah. and so on. So they, they can help, uh, you know, technology yeah. providers with that. And are you also involved in a big project like European sponsored by European Europe or not right now? I used to. Yeah. <laughs> I used to be involved in many okay. European uh, projects. Uh, not right now. Okay. 
<laughs> okay. And uh, so what's your uh, perspective on uh, uh, the technology in, uh, in the future? What's the next step and suggestion? Well, next step, I think what needs to be, so the, te the technology is there. So what we, what we need to share more and more whenever, because I also see that now obviously there's a higher number of actual real-world implementations. So if all the value that you gain out of this implementation is shared, then you know that will give more confidence to other companies also doing the same, right? Yeah. So I think we need to share our experiences with the technology, how it works, what uh, value we gain, what benefits uh, we gain and then I think this will this will accelerate okay and uh, about sharing I see that uh, as always has been um, a lot of the main uh, like um, enterprise and uh, big multinational are less uh, um, uh, they don't want to share because or either still it's in a POC phase or in any case it's experimental although they then admit that it's still experimental. So um, this, I mean, if you, I'm talking with a lot of uh, companies and uh, they would love to be involved because they need support because it's a technology that you don't go anywhere by yourself. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, they do not want to uh, like share what they are doing because they are scared and they don't want to admit that they are trying that basically they are learning by doing as anybody else so yeah but I, I think when um, when they actually start um, getting all the advantages when they see that, then, then then they are not, I think yeah as you said probably the fear is because if it doesn't they don't want to share it if it doesn't work right yeah but if it works, then they want to share it. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that, then they don't have any problems with that, yeah. right? So, so I think that's yeah, that, that's it. If, if they really want, because I guess in the past what happened, it's they were saying, oh, my competitors are looking at blockchain technology. We should be looking at it as well. Yes, of course. But <laughs> not because they felt the need. But now I think yeah. that they actually feel the need, so they want to implement actual things. That they can get, uh, you know, advantage of like making, you know, processing more efficient and more transparent and so on. And I think when when they actually want to do it because there will be a finality yeah. uh, to it, then it's uh, that is that, that then is going to change. So. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, without any doubt, uh, the main uh, use cases are like supply chain uh, identity. And uh, uh, do you have any other main use case, like the major one, with that as uh, under under it a lot of sub use case like uh, supply chain in your? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So actually, there are so many individual use cases, yeah. so it's hard to pick. <laughs> but yeah, there's been a lot of uh, you know projects around supply chain management. But what I uh, you know sort of identified that there are some primary use cases that with the combination you can yeah. come up with many yeah. more complex yeah. uh, use cases. And then that would be, you know, the, this single source of truth is one that when you reconcile data and documents, so this is one. Then the track and trace of assets, which is, yeah. you know, supply chain management. And uh, asset transfer and monetization. Yeah. So payments and some cryptocurrencies fall into this category. And as you said, digital identity and certified or trusted claims. So I think these are the four main primary well use cases that with a combination you can end up with you know 
hundreds and hundreds of uh, yeah. application areas. And uh, since you mentioned the digital identity and it yeah. was also the topic of uh, your, your panel before, um, digital identity is huge because basically yeah. it's the gateway for every type of application. And uh, I would like to know from you, like, uh, it's huge and uh, for sure there will be a future for the decentralized self-sovereign identity. Yeah. But it's super complicated in terms of uh, adoption. It's not yes. really... It's very complicated because of all the legacy systems and bureaucracy that mm. we have right now. But I think, as you said, this is the, the, the use case that I see will have that the biggest impact. It will make our lives easier. Yeah. Easier and more, more truthful, right? Yes. So, and I think, yeah, for me, I would say that this is my, my favorite use case. <laughs> and I want to see, I, yeah, I don't want to carry a passport with me. Yeah. And I don't want to, like, every time, you know, whenever you, you, you run an errand, you do something, you always have to, like, verify that you are who you say. It's, I, I, it's so difficult. It's yeah. always something physical. It was, I, I want to do it with a click. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And secure. <laughs> exactly. In a secure way, obviously. So, so yeah, that's, uh, that's something I'm really excited about. Okay. And uh, last question about uh, what would you like, uh, um, what exactly uh, ex excites you most about blockchain? What would you like to be for your research or future yeah. engagement or? Well, I, so... I have to say I love the concept that it's behind the technology and what I'm passionate about is just what little we know about the real effects that it will have in the future. So I would compare it to the internet. So I mean it's blockchain technology will you know do to transactions what the internet did for information. Yeah. And if you think back like 20 or 25 years ago, would you imagine yeah. how we're no. living now? And I think it's blockchain will help like yeah. It's going to transform the way we work and live yeah. so that's why I'm really I'm really excited about it yeah there are many partners similar partner in the evolution of the internet and the yeah. evolution of yes. blockchain as well that's correct okay thanks a lot thank you so much and I uh, hope you will uh, keep continuing to enjoy the conference thank you <laughs> thank you Same to you <laughs>